Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you sell things on like the Facebook marketplace or on Craigslist? And if you do, do you have any etiquette advice, any etiquette pet peeves? Do you want to air some stuff? School some people. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. You guys, why are we talking? Oh my about gosh, because I'm trying to get rid of some stuff. Okay. Okay. What's your problem? Oh my, so many. I have so many problems. So I have three children, right? So stuff accumulates in my home. And um, I, you know, I have a number of different methods that I use to try to get rid of things. Sometimes I donate things because there are some things that are just easy to easier to donate. Yeah. Like I know that somebody else can use this. I probably wouldn't get a lot from reselling it. It's easier to throw it in the back of my car and donate it. Okay. Sometimes it's a bigger thing. It's a bigger item. And I know I could make some money off of it. And I would like somebody to come and actually physically remove it from my home. Right. Okay. So then I put it on either Craigslist or like Facebook in like a marketplace or like maybe in a group that I'm in that I know something will go for. So yesterday I put something in one of a couple of different groups. I posted it in multiple places and I posted this thing to sell. What was it? Can you tell us? Well, I can tell you what it is. It won't make sense to you, but it's called a crash pad. Um, It's typically used for um, kids with special needs. So my son has some sensory needs. When he was smaller, one of the things he needed to do was get some input by throwing his body into things. So we had these crash pads that are filled with foam and they're pretty big. It's like five feet by four feet. And, you know, we would just put it on the floor and he would literally throw his body into it. And it was great. And it's great when you have squirrely kids in the middle of the winter. And it was really helpful for us. And they can be kind of expensive. But it's also big. And it's also not something that I wanted to drop off to donate. So it's something you sell, right? So I put it up on uh, on Facebook. And I I was like, I lost my mind yesterday. Well, because first of all, those are not things that come up for sale very often. So everybody got really excited about it. Okay. So then, like, your inbox blows up okay. plus people are commenting now here's how the do you thing. decide who to sell it to then if you got well, like a bunch of people at you thank you for asking bradley that's part of the problem is you know the you're supposed to go with the first person to respond well i had a poll I, I had it posted on multiple places so i went with the first person that i got an email from yeah or like a message from yeah because what people will write when they're interested in something is they'll go interested and I'm like, okay, oh, I'm not chasing you. Send me a message and tell me when you're coming to pick it up. Like I told you, come and get it. You're going to want to like get in touch with me. Yeah. Find out where I live. 
all that arranged for a time, yeah. all of that. Seems so fair. I gave it to the first person. So I got then I got all these emails that were like, I was first. I was first after I'd already sold it. Well, didn't you just tell them sorry? Well, I put it. I put up on the thing. Now it's been sold. Thank you. Where I put pending pickup when I was waiting for somebody to come pick it up. And then when it was sold, I put up sold. Okay. And then I got emails from people that were like, I was first. I was first. I well, should have gotten did you it. Say, no, I actually, you weren't. But thank you. Have a nice day. Yeah, but they wanted. They, it's very tricky. This is a tricky world we live in. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What are your Facebook or Craigslist etiquette rules? I would just say honestly, um, maybe try one first. Like instead of posting, well, how many did you post it on? Well, like two. I put it on two oh, different places. Okay. Well, then I don't see what the problem is. They just need to get over the fact that you're not going to get everything you want in life. Okay. I sang a little Rolling Stones song to them. Yeah. Let's go to Julie. You can't, oh, uh, actually, okay. Julie's on the line. Hi, Julie. Hi. When you sell things on Facebook or Craigslist, what are your etiquette rules or pet peeves? Well, I have a story. Oh, I'll make it as tell. quick as possible. We love these. <laughs> so what happened was um, it was two years ago. It was right before Christmas, and I had I had cleaned out my daughter's toy room. Mm-hmm. So I had a bag, like a huge bag filled with toys, books, and I put it on the Facebook um, site, mm-hmm. and I said, it's free. So whoever wants it, it's free, because mm-hmm. I thought, Christmas is coming up. If you're having troubles or something, you know, here's a free bag of toys for your kids. Mm-hmm. So I had this one lady, and she's like, yeah, I'll take it. So I gave her my address. I hauled it outside, and she said she was going to show up after work. Well, I come home, bag's still sitting there. Mm-hmm. So I, I texted her, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? She's like, oh, yeah, I, I wasn't in town. I couldn't, I couldn't pick it up. And it's like, okay. She goes, I'll tell my boyfriend to pick it up tomorrow. Okay. So I haul it back outside. The next day, I come home, bag's still sitting out there. Oh, God. So I text her again. I'm like, what's going on? She goes, oh, yeah, my boyfriend forgot. Okay. I'll tell him, you know, to pick it up again. So I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? So I hauled it out there three oy, days in oy, a row. Oy. Hauled it out there again, came home from work, bag still sitting out there. No. <laughs> so that's when I reported her to the administrator. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is ridiculous. This bag could have been picked up by somebody who needed it. But I had already told people it was taken. Mm-hmm. And this lady totally screwed me. I don't know what she was doing, if she was just playing a game or what. But so I blocked her. So no, no longer can she even try and pick up any of my stuff See, ever that, again. And that's the part that will just drive you crazy about it, right? And it drove me absolutely nuts. It's like, you know what? It's a free bag of clothes or a free bag of toys. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So, yeah, I blocked her. So, yes. But I... Yeah. If I had you the same say you're going to pick it up, pick it up. Yeah. I had the same thing happen with that you did with the, I was, I was first. Yes. Same thing. It drives me crazy. Yes. It's like, are you kidding me? I don't want to play this game. I'm selling something first come, first serve. If you're here, fine, pick it up. Yes. yes. Julie, would, thank yeah, you very exactly. much. Because that is the thing. You can report people. If they didn't do it to your satisfaction, if you're like a person who was interested in something, you can report that. Yeah, and have I would them say blocked. you got to be careful, like which app you're doing and how you do it, because um, whether it's selling stuff, we've actually, um, 
you know, uh, used it to like, for example, we had some trees in our backyard. They weren't trees, they were bushes, but they're really like weed bushes. Mm -hmm. But some people like them to plant that plant in their backyard Mm -hmm. as a plant. The problem is it'll grow everywhere. But this lady like wanted these. So she came and like dug them out of our backyard and like it couldn't have been easier. But then we've had times where, you know, we do that and then. Just like her experience, people don't show up, don't show up or yeah. they don't, you know, they don't want to pay what they agreed to pay. So I get it. Katie's on the line. Hi, Katie. Katie, when you sell on Facebook or on Craigslist, what is your etiquette or what are your pet peeves? Hi. Hi. My biggest pet peeve is when people offer you significantly lower than what you list it for. And they don't offer it to you until they show up. Right. Well, I've had that happen too. So I always try and list it for maybe five or ten dollars, depending how big, more, so I know that I'm going to get the price that I actually want. Because it's I rarely get someone offering for the same price. And another pet peeve is when they ask if I will deliver it for a lower price. Oh my gosh! So I always include pickup wherever I want to pick it picked up. Oh my gosh, Katie! Thank you so much. Yeah, that's the thing that always drives me crazy. Like the person will be there to pick up the thing. They'll have it in their hands and then they'll go, oh, this, will you take this much? And it's like $10 less than what you posted it for. No, no, no. I put the price on it. And what they're relying on is by then you've already gone through so much of the hassle that you'll just take the money. Always put hard price, no negotiations. You pick it up, all of that stuff, list it there hard. So that there are no room. And I've got a taser, so come at me, bro. <laughs> that as well. And then and then I I think I'm gonna assert to add, I'll give it to who I want to give it to. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine until it's yours. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I'm sure that'll attract a lot of people you to your home. Uh when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, what do you do when you don't want something spoiled for you in the year two thousand eighteen? Bradley Trainer is trying to not have a TV show spoiled for him. And it is becoming increasingly impossible. Am I correct, Bradley? Absolutely. We'll talk about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107. Bradley is trying to make sure something doesn't get spoiled for him mm-hmm. by the internet. And in 2018, and it's you. not that easy, is it, on the Colleen and Bradley show? My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, Bradley, what am I trying not to spoil well, for you? Uh, you haven't, um, you haven't started the Great British Bake Off bandwagon yet, or gotten on the Great British Bake Off wagon uh, bandwagon yet. But uh, here's the thing: the current, the latest season of that show premiered over the weekend on Netflix, mm-hmm. much to everybody's delight, and a lot more quickly than uh, seasons past. So. Basically, I'm trying to avoid spoilers from the Great British Bake Off, but let me explain a little bit about how that's harder than your typical show. Mm -hmm. So like most shows, you're watching them in real time as they happen or they're all released at once. And maybe somebody watches the whole season before you. You kind of get that that's a possibility. But for the most part, the media is trucking along like you are finding the show out in real time. Well, with the Great British Bake Off, that's nearly impossible because the entire season has already aired in Great Britain, the United Kingdom. So just like we had this with Downton Abbey, kind of, Mm -hmm. where there are social because now we're in the age of social media. The show has a social media account. All of the people on a particular show have social media accounts. Um, 
shows are covered by tabloids and uh, publications that are international. So trying to avoid stories about the Great British Bake Off in the current season while the show was premiering in the United Kingdom was hard enough. But now that it's airing in the United States um, as well, it has become increasingly difficult, even in a way like because you could say just avoid the, you know, like, don't Google it. Which was easy for us with Downton Abbey, right? Because it was a fictional show. And so we would just not, we just would not Google it because then we wouldn't see what the storyline had said. But when the actual people on the show, because it's a reality show, have their own social media accounts, then you not only have to steer clear from Googling the show, you also have to steer clear from them on social media. Well, and you also have to steer clear of stories that unintentionally are showing up in publications Mm -hmm. you might follow. So I don't follow any of the people from the show for the very reason that one of the years we were watching, uh, or one of the seasons we were watching, um, Jamie followed one of the people on the show, and there were spoilers because in that person's social media feed, time had passed, Mm -hmm. right? Years had passed, and so... You know, that was the, that was a lesson. Mm-hmm. OK, so now I don't do that. But for example, whether it's the Daily Mail, whether it's Google News, the algorithms are such where Google News is like, oh, you like this show. I know you do because you watch it on Netflix and you've looked at stories in the past on the Internet. So I'm going to serve these stories up for you without you even like proactively asking for mm-hmm. them. So I can't tell you how many times I've had to run in the other, like, I'm just like, scroll by, scroll by. And I think I maybe know who won this current oh, season. No. Jamie actually had it spoiled for him. Again, that was his own darn fault. But it's becoming increasingly difficult, such to the point where you just kind of throw up your hands and you're like, well, at least I'm going to enjoy this, right? Because it's a competition show, though, you kind of want to avoid at least knowing who won. Does, uh, here's my question for you about that. Would would that completely ruin the whole show for you, no. or would would it just bum you out? No, like because a lot? that's happened to us more than once. Because yeah. again, part of the problem is, and here's the the thing that I want legislation for: there needs to be legislation in this country because we get we are so effective at getting Can legislation. We get some music done. underneath. Yeah, this? give me some American music. We need Congress. Yeah. Are you listening? <laughs> here's the thing: I don't need to deal with this. <laughs> you can make this problem go away. Here's all you got to do. If a show is going to be aired in the United States, it's got to air when it airs. So if it comes from the UK, we got to get it at the same time. Famesies. This is not something I'm waiting six months for. Especially if it's a competition show, it needs to happen at the same time. And if it can't happen at the same time, don't give it to us in the first place. There are enough shows that we don't get to see. Give us the shows that you are willing to give us. Get with it. If you want our audience, you got to give it to us now. If you want our money. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You got to take it when we are when yeah. we take it now. You say, you say, you say, you say. So pass a dumb law that I get to watch the Great British Bake Off. And can we also just start calling it the Great British Bake Off? Because there are two names because they can't do it because of Pillsbury got a trademark thing. Seriously, Pillsbury, put some dumb ads on the show. It's fine. Let us call it the same name. Because then when I look up different names and I'm confused and it's hard and it it doesn't need to be that hard. And life is hard and too many things are hard right now. Make it easy for me. Are you okay? Are you going to be all right? Also, can we talk about the fact, Holly, have you watched the show? No. Colleen? No. Okay, you realize you're the last two people on the station to watch the show, and you will watch it, and you will love it, and then you will come to me and be like, I am so sorry. I mean, I'm not, like, actively not watching it. It's not like I'm doing this, like, in a grudge type situation. I just, it just hasn't been... Look, the world is a miserable place right now, and this is the show that is giving us all... A moment of pause because you don't got to feel nothing. I know. I've been in a time machine. So, like, I, once I get out of my time machine, I'll happily hop on board. I'm still in the 90s right now. Oh, my God. Wait, or maybe I'm in the 2000s. Am I in the 2000s? I don't, I don't know what's going Yeah, on. I might be into the 2000s. I'm watching Sex in the okay. City. So, anyway. I'm still watching Sex in the City. But once I'm done with Sex in the City, then... Then I will watch the Great British Bake Off. You have my word. Yeah, I'm wa- watching Orson Welles movies. So okay, so oh, she's farther to, back than yes, I am. It might take her a while Holly. to get to present day. Yeah, I'm watching Orson. I almost said Lawrence Welk movies. <laughs> well, that would be you. I would. Yes, thank you. We're all nerds, but Great British Bake Off. Watch the dumb new season. Here's the thing, because here's what a lot of people. Um, it is the weirdest show. In the sense that the way it has been offered to us in the United States is bass backwards. Mm-hmm. I can say that, right? Yes. I just said bass backwards. Mm-hmm. Like the way it's laid out, it's like season three here is really season five there, or season one here is season 12 there. Okay. It is so ridiculous. Just go to just Netflix it. and it start matter. watching it. It's fine. Okay. Also, Don't legislation, please and thank you. Vote last week. Okay, retro vote. Okay, thank you. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. We like to call them crazy, stupid idiots, and we're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey, we have a girl. name for those dumb people doing dumb things. Yeah, that name go. is Crazy Stupid Idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Yes, Florida. Do you have a generous feeling right now? No, but I. it doesn't matter what my feelings oh, are okay. because we have a pair of vouchers to give away. I think that's your hint. <laughs> to see something. Am I right? Wow, sell it. I mean... I know you were trying to be nice, but yes. what I'm saying is, regardless of me, <laughs> okay. we have a pair of 
vouchers to get awesome to see triple espresso a highly caffeinated comedy during its peak run at park square theater november 9th to january 13th you might need to go see that bradley Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. caller number four is gonna win that pair of vouchers to see triple espresso a highly caffeinated comedy all right. Are you ready for a let's crazy, stupid idiot? Yep. Okay, let's go to Florida for this one. We're going to St. John's County. Um, and that's where we're going to talk about a jealous lover. Mm. We're going to talk about a jealous lover by the name of Darren Dwayne T- Touchton. Okay, what now? Please, with the name? Darren, Darren Dwayne Touchton. He's 58. Um, Did he touch someone? No, he wanted to touch someone. He wanted to touch his lady. Oh. Um, and <clears throat> his lady was engaged with another person. In Like engaged? No, like just having, you know, a, maybe a beer, maybe a brat, maybe a hot dog. I don't know. Ew. Not what? in a sexual way. They were just hanging. And he was not happy. Okay. And he was driving by and he was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, No. So instead of getting out of his car and having a reasonable chat, do you know what he did? I don't know. I'm assuming it was something angry. He turned his car into them and started driving toward them. They were able to get out of the way and guess where his car went. Where did his car into went? Into the house. Oh. He so he, dr- he tried to run the them house. over? Yes, he tried to run them over. Holy buckets. Only minor injuries were sustained by the targeted victims. However... Uh, the suspect, who this is Darren Dwayne Touchton, he was taken to an area hospital. Uh, he is uh, he remained there overnight, and he was charged with attempted homicide, three counts of aggra- aggravated assault, and oh, wow. and driving on a suspended driver's license. Okay, so and you he know, did a lot of damage to both the house like and the car. Try, rather try and fail to beat someone up versus trying and failing to run them over mm-hmm. because I kind of feel like you wouldn't get the whole attempted murder rap <laughs> yeah. if you were just trying to throw a punch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't do that. Don't dry, Don't try to drive into people's bedrooms if you suspect them of, you know, having somebody else in the yeah. bedroom with them. Oh my God! They were in the bedroom. No, but he 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 was suspecting that they were having a relationship that was going to oh, go into the. Bedroom. They were like outside. And they then were outside, they, okay. but he was suspecting that they had been together before, and that maybe their meeting was going to lead to the bedroom. Yeah, so he thought he'd just take him out with mm-hmm. his vehicle. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, now we need to head across the pond and probably a little further because we're going to go to Chamonix now. We're going to Berlin. Mm. And uh, I need to tell you the tale of the disappearing turlets. Mm-hmm. Oh. Das Turlet Mystery. Actually, here's the story. So, <clears throat> once upon a time in a land far, far away, in Dusseldorf, Germ- actually. Germany. Yeah, it was Germany. In Dusseldorf, um, we finally figured out what had happened. Here's what happened. Okay. A bunch of toilets disappeared. It just one day. Get up and wa- trot whoosh, it off. Just flushed into uh, nothingness. Hmm. Well, that's crappy. I mean, I feel like you guys can do better. So I'm hoping and waiting that by the end of the story, you will have worked on this a little bit more. Okay, but thanks. in the meantime, in between time, I want to tell you that. I thought that was good. I mean, crappy for a poop pun. No, you can do better. 
I want to tell you that a hundred portable turlets disappeared. In. Oh, porta potties. Okay. Yes, portable turlets. Mm-hmm. They just were gone, up and vanished. Poof, if you will. And uh, they now know what happened to those 100 portable toilets. <laughs> what happened to those 100 portable toilets? <laughs> well, they now have somebody in custody who they believe stole the toilets. Who does that? Yeah, thank who you. Who steals? Well, who steals it's a 40 year old German man who was accused and arrested for stealing over 100 portable toilets. Was Where- his name John? <laughs> that was, that good. was good. Thank you. Okay. His name is John. John Crapper. <laughs> no, um, I don't know his last name. Biff. Biff. <laughs> Biff. His nickname is Biff. He stole them turlets. I know you both of you stop because you're both in your heads thinking right now. <laughs> I just poop. want to know why he took the dang toilets. Well, that's a good question. The reason that he stole them was not because he was some sort of duty collector or toilet collector. I no. mean, to me, that was the only logical reason. <laughs> was he throwing a festival? Yes, right. <laughs> it was for the fire festival. Yeah. No, in fact, he was stealing them so that he could sell them on the black market. There's I would call it a brown market, but <laughs> gross. No, he stole them so that he could resell them on the black market. And guess what? Do you know how much porta potties are worth? No, I don't want do I really want do, to know? I think you will find it shocking to learn. That those toilets were worth $80,000. Wait, all together or just yes. one by one? No. Wow. That's still, what is well, that? Yeah, that's $8, a lot. $8,000 per toilet? That's a lot. Did I do that math right? I mean. It was 100 toilets, $80,000, $8,000 a toilet? Yeah. That's insane. That's a lot of money. For a portable toilet. What kind of toilets they got over there in Germany? I mean, I mean they got to be better than what we're sitting on. Right. I'm just saying, if that's worth a thousand eight thousand dollars, I also just want to know where you hide a hundred portable toilets, and then what do you go? Psst. Hey. Psst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So. Oh. That guy got a sent uh, ten month suspended sentence because you know it's Germany; they're very progressive, so he didn't actually have to go to jail, but he did get a ten month. Uh, Suspended. suspended sentence. I mean, yeah. did they just lock him in one of those things? <laughs> like, I feel like that would be, you know, punishment enough. Yeah. Buddy, you're just hanging out in one of those porta, yeah. portalettes. Mm-mm. Any more puns? No, done. Puns? I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Holly? <clears throat> Wiping the slate clean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we're going to see in Florida. Oh, my gosh. You guys, this one... I read this. I feel bad calling this lady a crazy, stupid idiot, but come on. Even I know that this is dumb. Okay, you know, you've seen these things. You've seen these gigantic inflatable. They have like big flamingos or they have swans or they have like... It's like hipster. It's a total hipster thing, like unicorns. They're big, like rafts, basically. Yeah, more things to put on garbage island. Yeah, inflatable things that you and your friends can sit on in bodies of water. They have whole rooms. Like legit, the last yeah. time we were in Naples at the beach, there was like a like it was like eight people on one of these things. It has a table in the middle. It had yeah. like jump off parts. Okay, jump off parts. I mean parts where you can jump off into the okay, water. Okay, were people using that in the ocean? Yes. Okay, see that's what I think is crazy, stupid, idiot worthy right there. Those are not for ocean use. Correct. Because Those are for pool use. you need boundaries. Because this is what happened. 
Um, a Florida mother, Kara Myers, and her son, Brennan Saletta, they veered a mile offshore into the Gulf of Mexico in a gigantic inflatable swan on October 21st. Yeah. Oh, my God. They drifted out to sea? Yes. Oh, people are dumb. A full uh. mile over an hour. <laughs> oh, my God. They drifted so off in this dumb swan thing. This is what she She was like, I wasn't sure if we were just going to keep drifting because land just kept getting farther and farther away. That's kind of how it works. Honey, that's what happens. <laughs> Could she not swim? Um, well, I don't know that when you get that, I, I mean, mean, she's got how a seven-year-old with her. Okay, but keep this, you get out in the water, you pull the dumb thing well, back to shore. Well, she couldn't paddle back because she couldn't overcome the waves. She couldn't even paddle. Okay. Pretty well, sure she wasn't going to. She said, I've never been more scared in my entire I life. I bet. Uh, people on the beach called 911 because they saw a giant inflatable <laughs> swan carrying a mother and her son drifting offshore. She said, I literally just laid down in that swan float and I cried so hard because this could have ended so much worse. Oh my God, I'm sure your son really enjoyed that experience. His yeah. mother melting to pieces. Also, can you please read the last sentence of this story? When they got back to shore, they used the jagged edge of... Brennan's shark tooth necklace to destroy the swan before it was thrown away. Naughty swan. Yeah, I mean, I added the naughty swan part. I mean, you guys, okay, those, (sighs) I get it. Those things look fun. They're great. You can use them in a lake, you know, because edges. (laughs) Well, depending on how big the lake is. Boundaries and borders. Maybe not on like a great lake, but like an okay lake. You can use them in a pool. I don't feel like the ocean is a wise place for those things. No. And in fact, um, I thought of that very thing. Also, you know, what's really annoying about those dumb things because they're so big. Hmm. This family took it out. Again, we were at the beach. This family took out one. It was like a room. Yeah. Like like a big giant circular booth. Mm -hmm. And these people were on it. And and it was hitting other people in the water because they just kept floating to the side. And so they would take out everybody that was to the side of them because it doesn't have like an anchor or anything. No. And then people would be like, excuse you. And they're just like oblivious on their Because they're drunk boat. and having fun. Yeah. I feel like if you want to do that, you know, anchor, like tie yourself around a dock yeah. and just sit out there. Or get a boat. Or like save your money. <laughs> like normal people. Or save your money and just sit on chairs. Yeah. I wouldn't even, to be honest, whether it was a a swan or a giant room, I wouldn't even, uh, you don't even get on one of those floaty things in the water. Because again, you could just float away. I know. And you'd be like mild, because you know, you're like, oh, it's so peaceful. Mm -hmm. Not when you're dead. I'm not paying attention. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Not when you're being eaten by a shark. Okay, when we come back, it's time to play the throwback live. Well, that's the problem. It did take a turn. Bradley, it took a turn. When we come back, we're playing the throwback live at 2.45 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107. 2.45 every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom and Bradley Trainer, we play a fun game. It's called the Throwback Live. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live. At 2.45. Hit it. Sweep the leg. I must predict Win just one for the Kipper. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this, 
Let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, who run this mother? Holly Roberts. Hey, Holly. Hey, Bert. Uh It's time for the Throwback Live at 245. Here are the rules of the game. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. At 2.45, Bradley and Colleen buzz in by yelling out their name. Colleen. Yeah, that works. Right. Yeah, for both of you. I've been practicing. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, every day we stream the Throwback Live at 2.45 on our Facebook page. Yes, That's queen. true, actually. Yes. Hi. It Colleen's sure naked. Is. That's actually so opposite from true. Mm-hmm. I have multiple layers on, including... A shawl that has not been washed since the 90s. Oh, yeah. That's the community mm-hmm. shawl it's that Colleen gr- is wearing. Gray. But you know mm-hmm. what? Desperate times, that's y'all. That's okay. One Desperate times. Kill, it's very cold. Kill you makes you stronger. Exactly. All right. Now, the total victory tally of the Throwback Live, because we keep track of who wins this yes, game here. Yes, queen. Right now, mm. Bradley, mm-hmm. you have 81 points. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. It's like Whoa. you didn't even know. Colleen? Yeah. You have 74. I do. Mm-hmm. It's anybody's well, game today. Well. <sighs> New week. If there were seven opportunities this week for you to win, you might be able to tie, but sadly there aren't. Yeah, but I could tie before Thanksgiving. That's true. Okay, goals are good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Dream the impossible dream, Colleen. Rude. Oh, wow. That's, That's the judge man saying. Of La I don't Come care on. if it's the from. Man I don't care what man La it's from. <laughs> okay, oh let's do it. Gosh, we're gonna play this first <laughs> okay. vintage pop culture audio clip. Here it is. Take your sticking pie. Bradley Trainer. Oh, Bradley. Bradley Trainer. Did is Planet of the Apes. Yeah, sure. That is Planet of the Take Apes. Take your stinking dirty well, paws let's off finish the something. clip. You damn dirty ape. There it was. <laughs> Charlton Good Heston. Job. Char- Good job. Oh, look at you being all positive. What happened this weekend? Mm, so many things. Uh, oh. Whoa. Okay, Can't talk we're going to move on Yeah, from we that. sure are. <laughs> Let's go to our second vintage pop culture audio clip in the Throwback Live at 245. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify this. Hey, Dad? Colleen. Catch? Colleen. Field of Dreams. Oh. All right, now everyone, let's collectively cry together while I finish the mm. clip. I never... Oh, I can't. I just... Can I get two points for that? No. Actually, you can't. Unfortunately, you no. Judge? Uh yeah. Well, no, but I would... Something, something. If she well, gave you two points. Bradley, we're going to move away okay. from your cold, withered heart. All right. To our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Here it is. And I'd have done it, too, if you kids hadn't come along. Bradley Colleen. Trainer. Bradley. That was Scooby Doo. 
Yes. Ooh, very close on that one, Colleen. Oh, I know. But not close enough. You would have gotten away with it, if too, if it weren't for my faster boys. Scooby-Doo can doo-doo, but Jimmy Carter is smarter. Okay. What? I don't know what that was from, but That okay. has got to be some obscure pop culture reference that we're not familiar with. Can that's, you explain? That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh. Moving on to our was fourth. Was that on your Orson Well movie this weekend? If only. <laughs> Moving on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen has uh, one point. Bradley has two points. Still anybody's game here. Here's oh, your, is it? Yeah, it is. Here's your fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Bradley. I'll take the name of the song. Uh, or the name of the song is the band. Bear. Oh my god, it's the song that I learned at Project Town and Dirty, isn't it? Um, Smoke on the Water? Oh my god, I got it! No. What do you mean, no? No. What does that mean, no? I didn't win, so I'm mad. Oh, okay, well. Shocker! What did I win, House? Brad, you won the Throwback Live at 2.45 today, and you won this open, stale bag of circus peanuts. Oh, perfect. I will say I love a good circus peanut. The stale is better. But, you know, I'm surprised that I got that last one. Because you me know my too. musical recall abilities. I, trust I thought me. for sure I didn't have it. Me too. <laughs> I was and then counting somewhere, on it. Somewhere in the back of my head. I don't really care. Hey, uh, guess who's here? Wow. Give it up for Donnie. Wow. Come on, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Hi, Donnie. So, uh, Julia says to me, she says, oh, I want to get this, uh, this little audio clip for tomorrow. And it's saying it it took it's going to take two television networks to present all of these holiday movies. Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel TV. I said, Julia, it's the same movie. Isn't it the same movie? What are you- all of those movies, those Hallmark movies. It seems like it's just the same movie with different actors. I'm not really entirely sure. We are so confused sure where, where we are right now. Hallmark Christmas movies. It's like oh. the plot is exactly the same, oh, okay. and they oh, just change yeah. the actors. Yeah. No, it's the Donnie, same movie. I'm going to go ahead and tell you to to walk back all the things you're saying right now okay. for one simple reason. Yep, Julia. No, <laughs> all of people. Oh. People love yeah, those movies. No, 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 they do. I can't His, stand. No, I, hate, I can't people. stand. You guys aren't no. people. Well, Julia said. Excuse me, please. I am not. It's the season, and the uh, people who love those movies love those uh, movies, yeah, and they will defend those movies. There are so many better holiday movies. Yes, thank I you. Should. White Christmas. All I am, you know, all I am saying Home is... Alone. Home Alone. All I am the saying Santa Claus. is... Die Hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Love Actually. Die Hard 2. <laughs> That's right. Is die, that a Christmas movie? Die Hard. All they are all Christmas movies. I don't movies. think so though. Hunt if one Hawk. is a Christmas movie, they are all Christmas. <laughs> the first movies. two are Christmas movies. The other ones not so much. Okay. I agree no. with you though. I, like I do think the Red Die Hard Rainier. is a oh, Christmas movie. Oh, my favorite though is Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Oh, or a year yeah. without Santa yeah. Claus. Or a year without Christmas. Have a holy jolly Christmas. I don't even know why any of you guys are talking about it because we haven't even had Thanksgiving yet. We can't start talking about Christmas. Have you looked outside? It's like ten degrees and snowing. We're not talking. We're all waddling outside. Lori and Julia coming up next. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye. Thank you for hanging with us today. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Bye. My Talk 107.1. Everything. Well done.
Wilson! Entertainment. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.